0: I just feel a sweet presence of the Lord that's in this place tonight. Just a sweet, sweet, sweet presence of the Lord that is in this place tonight. If you have your Bibles, the book of 2 Samuel, chapter number 9. 2 Samuel, chapter number 9 and verse number 1. And here's what it reads. It says, And David said, Is there yet any? That is left in the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness, the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said Unto the king Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame of his feet. I want to preach to you for a few moments tonight out of my heart. I don't, I don't, I don't really have a title um, to give to you, but I do feel like the Lord has given me a word for this church for right now. And I want you to know that wherever you're at in your journey, wherever you're at on your life Whatever's going on with you, Jesus sees right where you're at. He knows every problem that you have in your life, every situation that maybe you prayed about it over and over and over, and and it just doesn't seem like that there's anything that's going right for you. I want you to know that your time's coming soon, and Jesus is on his way with an answer tonight. Why don't you put down your Bibles, lift up your hands, your voices, and your hearts all over this house. Lord Jesus, tonight I worship you. I thank you. I magnify you, Jesus. Lord, I pray tonight that you'd not let me be seen, heard, or felt. But if they see me, let them see you. If they hear me, let them hear you. If they feel me, let them feel you. God, everywhere we walk, let our feet walk in revival tonight, Jesus. Now, God, I pray right now, Jesus, Lord, and we take authority over every humanistic and demonic spirit that would try to stop what you want to do in this house, Jesus. Lord, we pray minister to every heart, to every soul, to every life and every person. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Why don't you greet somebody that you haven't talked to yet? Let them know how happy. I don't know if you can greet while you're seated or if it takes standing, however you feel to do that. In the book of 2 Samuel in chapter 9, in the verses that we just read, King David asks, Is there yet any left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now, what we must understand in this passage is that for such a long time Saul wanted the head of David he wanted David to die he 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 the last thing that he wanted was for David to become king yet through every trial through 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 every battle and through everything that Saul did to David there was something about David that he honored this man that they called Saul, but not, not only did he honor Saul as a king, but he honored his children, and he, and, he, and, he, and he honored even his grandchildren. And so when David goes and he asks, is there yet any left in the house of Saul? The servant Ziba comes, and he, and, and, and he says, yes, yes there, there's still one whose name is Mephibosheth. Uh, but David, here's here's what I need you to know. Mephibosheth is lame of his feet. But David, David said, I I, I don't I don't care whether whether he's lame of his feet or not. I, I I want you to bring Mephibosheth to me. And Ziba looks looks back and 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 he says he says that this 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 kid that they call Mephibosheth is uh, living. In the house of uh, Machir, uh, that is located in Lodabar, and so David, David says, he says, "I, I, I want you to send to to Mephibosheth and bring him here." me, and so, just as David had commanded, that's exactly what they did, and they and they go into Lodabar and 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 into the house of uh, Achir, and 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 they and they ask where where is Mephibosheth, and and so they go and they and they bring Mephibosheth back to David. Now, what we must understand about Mephibosheth is, is his father was a prince, and and and, and his grandfather. Was a king. And so by all birthright, Mephibosheth was royalty. Yet yet when Saul was killed and when Jonathan was killed, they 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 took this this little eight-year-old boy, Mephibosheth. And the servant gathered him up and it and, and, and they begin to flee the house. And somewhere along their journey, the servant dropped Mephibosheth onto the ground and, and and from that day forward Mephibosheth was lame of his feet. As a matter of fact, being lame of his feet was how most people knew who Mephibosheth was. You never, you never heard them say this is Mephibosheth, the, the son of Jonathan. This, this this is Mephibosheth, the grandson of a king, but you only heard them say there is one name, Mephibosheth, who is lame of his feet. You see his, his situation begin to become his identity. The things that he dealt with was the things that he was known by. It wasn't enough just to call him by his name or to say who his daddy was or who his grandpa was, but everybody that spoke about him said, Yeah, yeah, he he is lame of his feet. And so they bring Mephibosheth into the house of David. And, and Mephibosheth looks looks at them and he says, What what? What do you think you're doing? Why why would you bring me into your house? Why why King David, the mighty King David, who's killed so many by his sword, who who was a man after God's own heart. Why, why, why? Why would you bring me into your house? But there was something about David that he said, while some people might see you as, as a lame man, uh, kid wow wow while, while some people might might see you as nothing but a cripple and, and 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 while some people might might see you living outside of this residence there's something about you that when you are a marked child of the king there's something there 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 there's there's something that happens when the king marks you once and says he's mine, that it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what you go through. It, it 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 doesn't matter who says what to you, there's something about the king that no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, he can look out and he can say that that is one of my children. These 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 are one of my kids because you're marked. There, 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 there's, there's, something, there's something about the child of a king royalty, but it's different than everybody else there's some people that God has called to do great things and the only thing that you ask is why can't I just be like everybody else because the Lord never intended for you to be like everybody else why why can't I just have a good time and lay back and chill well it's simply because you are a marked child of the king he's got a purpose for you he's got a plan for you whether you're 12 21 or 65 you are a marked child of the he says don't 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 you know that i'm lame on my feet david don't 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 you know the situation that i've been in don't 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 you know that i'm dropped but see the crazy thing about it is the crazy thing about it is he was known for something that he couldn't help He was known for something that he didn't do to himself. He wasn't sprinting down the road and tripped and, 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 and fell and became paralyzed, but rather somebody, somebody picked him up and they carried him. They carried him to the place that he fell. And every time he went by that place, I'm sure he looked down and he saw the death of a prince and the birth of nothing but just a peasant. And so Mephibosheth, he says, don't, don't, don't you know who I am? But David said, you're not defined. By your sickness, you're 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 not defined by your situation, but you are a marked child of the King. You see, he was he was living in the house of Machir, or the house of uh, of um, bartering, if you will. You see, what I believe that means is he 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 was sent to a house where he was to barter, whether whether or not he would live as a prince, as a grandson of a king, as as a son of a prince, or whether or not he would he would he would live out the rest of his days in, in, in this house in in the land of Lodabar, which was which was also called no um, pasture. You see, Lodabar was a desolate place it, it 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 was a place where the crops didn't didn't grow it 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 was simply a place where i think it's fair to say it was desolate it was it was where most things went to die could could i tell you every time that the enemy tries to talk you out of your inheritance he will always take you to a place of desolation every time the enemy tries to talk you out of stepping into the promises that the Lord has for you he'll try to take you to a place named Lodabar he'll try to put you in a house that you don't belong in some people you wake up every day and you say I don't understand why I'm not happy where I'm at I, 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 I don't understand why why I'm not okay with where I am it's because you're not living in in the house that the Lord wanted to put you in. It's because instead of living in the land of your fathers, you're living in a land called Lodabar. But could I tell you tonight that I still know the one to speak peace into every situation. I still know the master of the universe that with nothing but the simple spoken word can speak life back into every dream. Speak life back into every ministry. Speak life back into every family. With nothing but the spoken word of a king you see. You see, Mephibosheth, he, he, he didn't need a new job. He really didn't even need the Lord to restore his legs back to him. But all he needed was for the king to show up in a situation. All he needed was for the king to say, why don't, why don't you bring him to me? There's so many of us with callings of the Lord that is on our lives. And the only thing that we can ask God is, don't, don't you see my flaw?" Don't you see that I'm crippled, Lord? Lord, don't you? Don't you see how far I went away from your house? Don't you see where I was dropped? Don't don't you see how bruised and how battered and how beaten I am? Surely, surely you can't use somebody like me, Jesus. And we choose to allow the things that afflict our life. We choose to allow the people that try to bring us down to be the same ones to define who we are. We choose to allow people to speak Poison into our lives and constantly say, Don't you remember where you fell? Don't you remember where you were dropped? Don't you remember how hurt you are? How backslidden you used to be? I rebuke that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I wish that somebody in this place would say, I might be beaten and I might be bruised, but I'm not out of this fight yet, baby. For I am a child of the one true King. mephibosheth meaning from the mouth of shame you see even when people called out his name to him shame began to feel where he was even when people look at you and they prophesy of the things that you're supposed to do in your life and through god all we can simply think of is don't you know what my name means don't you know what my name means and every. that called out to his name everybody that spoke to him whether they knew it or whether they didn't just simply by speaking his name just 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 simply by speaking to him by trying to get his attention all they were managing to do was simply speaking shame over him but there was something that happened that David said you might be the son of a prince and, and 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 you might be the grandson of a king and I understand where you fell but could I just tell somebody this that once you are a child of the king you're always a child of the king once the lord has put a seal on you his stamp on you it doesn't matter where you go it doesn't matter who you hang out with it doesn't matter where you're at with what bar you might be in there's a reason why you can't get along with anybody else that's outside of the place that the lord puts you in it's because this is where you belong this is the place that god has sent you to i wish that somebody in this house would say I'm not going to be called Mephibosheth any longer, but I wish that somebody would get in their spirit. It's time for me tonight to break the shame of my past, to break the shame of what was done to me, of what was said to me. Oh, somebody just put your hands together and magnify the Lord. He said, I'm going to restore you back to your rightful place and I would have you to know that he lived in the house of David for the rest of his life in the book of Luke chapter 15 we find the story of the prodigal son very similar to the one maybe that we just talked about where the prodigal son had everything that he needed no nothing nothing that that he needed did he not already have he lived in the right house and his house was in the right neighborhood and, 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 and and he wore the right things he hung out with the right people but there was something inside of him that it was not enough just to be in the house of his father you see you see he became very disturbed and he went to his father and he said why don't you give me everything that's mine and let me go on my way you see there's some of us you've been hurt because people have dropped you but others of you you've been hurt because you brought it on yourself there is a difference in between those two things there's a difference in between being dropped and falling so he says, Would you give me everything that I have? I'm sure about that moment his dad looked back at him and said, Son, you 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 don't understand just how bad of an idea this is, but nevertheless, it's yours, and so and so I'm gonna give it to you. And so the prodigal son packs up everything that he has. He packs up everything that he has and he begins to make his way on a journey and he gets into the city. And man, he's got some jingle in his pocket. He's walking around, he's buying this, he's spending that. He's a big spender, he's a big shot. Walking around around, eating with the right people, partying in the places that he always wanted to, doing everything that he ever wanted to. But before long, the money ran out. The credit card said, no more. You can't spend no more on this. He looked in his wallet and he says, oh my goodness, I'm broke. I don't have anything left. I've spent everything that I had. It got so bad that the prodigal son went from being the son of a wealthy man to eating with the swine, not because somebody put him there, but because he put himself there The prodigal son, he says, what am I supposed to do at this moment? I'm beaten, I'm bruised, I'm battered, I'm broken, and it's not because of what somebody else did to me, but it's because what I did to me. But there was something inside of him that even though he disrespected his father, even though he cursed the name of his father, even though he walked away from his father, this is what he understood. If I'm ever going to make it out of where I am, I've got to get past my pride. I've got to get past my ego. I've got to get past what they say about me. I've got get past what I think about me and I've got to get back to where the father is And so here he goes on a journey, one foot after the next, taking one step after another. I'm sure shame began to fill him as he said, what will I say? What will I do? He goes on the journey, he looks into the distance and he sees the house of his father. He sees cattle out in the field. He sees the servants doing what they do and then all of a sudden there's a single man that's standing out in the distance and he could probably recognize it from afar off as that is my father. And so I'm sure he probably didn't sprint but he just kind of kept on walking maybe with his head down the way that he always had but his father looked out into the distance and i'm sure it sounded something like could this be my son could this be the one that left my house could this be the person that didn't want to be with me anymore the saint that wasn't happy in my church anymore the person that wanted to turn their back on me because they wanted a change of scenery he looked out he said could this be my son and while the prodigal son continued to walk towards him the father dropped Everything that he had going on. Maybe he had tools in his hand, he dropped him to the ground. Because when a father sees their son in need, there is nothing that will separate them. There is nothing that will separate them. The Bible tells me that nothing shall separate me from the love of Jesus. Could I change it just a little bit? Nothing shall separate me from the love of my father. When I've cussed at him, he loves me. When I've spit in his face, he loves me. When I walked away from him, he loves me. When I did things i not proud of he still loves me and so he makes his way on a journey and, and he sees his father and his father comes running to him. You see his father, his father could have sat where he was and he could have said, Now I'm going to let him learn his lesson. He's going to learn it real good. I'm going to let him come all the way to me. But, but there's something about the love of a father that he's not, he's not a hateful God, but rather he's a God that wants to restore you back to where you used to be. So the Bible says that here he goes and he starts running towards where his son was and all of a sudden he gets to where his son was son and his son probably started saying now father I want but but all of a sudden the father stretches his arms out wide and he wraps them around his son and they fall to the ground I'm sure tears begin to flow down his face and he said my son which was once dead is now alive the prodigal son backs up he says hang on just a second you don't understand where I've been you don't understand how much I've disrespected you father and 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 so and so I'm not asking you to make me Your son again. All I'm asking you is to make me a servant back in your house. I'm not asking you to restore me where I used to be, but all I'm asking is that you'd give me a place to put my head down at night and a little bit of bread to put in my belly. But his father stood him up on his feet. He said, I want you to put a ring on his finger. I want you to put a robe around him. You see, the robe represented his covering and the ring represented his seal. What am I trying to tell somebody in this place? That you might have walked away from him. You might have things in your past that you're not happy with. But there is a spirit of restoration that is in this house right now. God has come here tonight to bring somebody out of Lodabar. To bring somebody out of their sin. And to restore you back to where you were. But Father, Father, don't you know about the sin issues that I had in my life? Don't you know about the addictions I've had in my life? Don't you? Don't you understand the places that I've been? He said, I've seen you the whole time. I knew before you ever left the house where you would go. You see, there's some people that you say, God... Do you see me where I'm at right now? Can I have you know that he doesn't see the beginning from the end, but the end from the beginning. So before you ever got to the place that you are right now, good, bad, and ugly, he already worked a way out for you before you ever got here. No matter if you're addicted to drugs or alcohol, or if you've got a situation going on in your home, he's already made the way out. He is still the way maker. He is still the provider. Oh, I wish somebody really believed what I was preaching in this place right now. He's not looking to put you in with the servants. He's not looking just to give you a little bit to appease you. But he's saying, no, no, no. Once you are my child, you are always my child. Once I put my mark on you, you always have my mark on you. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what you do. You'll never be able to fit in with anybody else, baby. Because I've got my mark on you. You've got the seal of a king upon you. And could I tell somebody this? When you have the seal of the king, you have. A authority that is unprecedented when you've got the seal of the king in your hand and it's covering over you there is no devil in hell that could stop you there is no sickness that can overtake you there is no person that can keep you out of the promises of god oh i wish somebody would just put your hands together and love the lord right now God's going to restore somebody by the end of this service tonight. God's going to bring somebody out by the end of this tonight. See some of you are waiting for your father to come running to you. But before he ever starts running to you, you got to start walking towards him. You got to start pressing towards him. You got to You got to start putting one foot in front of the other. Some of us, we want to sit back and touch the Lord as He goes by. Could I tell you this? Don't be waiting on the Lord to come to you. You got to start going to Him. You got to start making strives and efforts to get to where the King is. And there's people in your life. There will always be people in your life that will tell you. Don't forget when we used to do this. Don't, don't. Don't forget when we used to be in the club. Don't, don't, don't forget when we used to crack open a beer and drink together. Don't forget the places that you've been. But could I tell you this? That the covering of the Father, the covering of the Father is more than just a garment. It's more than just him putting his covering over you. But he's saying I've washed you with the blood of my sacrifice. I've washed you with my blood. When his blood ran down the cross at Calvary. It didn't. Some people saw it and said, Oh, his blood's just going to hit the ground. But little did they know that when the blood ran down the cross of Calvary, it wasn't just to cover the things that you used to do, but it's to cover the things that you're going to do. Could I tell somebody this? The enemy wants to trap you where you are. He wants you to remember maybe what you did last night, maybe the words that you spoke two nights ago, the place that you used to go to. But could I tell you this? all it takes is one encounter with the Father all it takes is the word of the King to bring you out but not everybody will be happy when the Father puts his covering over you not everybody will be happy when he puts the seal back on your finger when he puts authority back in your hands they're always going to be hate there, there there will always be haters and naysayers and backbiters and backstab. you're always going to have people that aren't happy when the lord takes you to a place of promise as a matter of fact the prodigal son when the father came in he said put a robe on him put my ring on his finger kill the fatted calf let's have a party because my son's home his older brother walked into the room and he said father what is going on here don't you know the things that he did to you don't you understand the places that he's been he disrespected you he left your house he left my covering he did this where is my blessing father father where where is my blessing where is my blessing but his father looked at him and he said son you've been staying with me thou art forever with me david said these words he said goodness and mercy will follow me all of the days of my life for i will dwell in the house of the lord forever i don't care what you're looking for in your life i don't care what the doctor tells you what a counselor tells you there's not anything that you're that that there won't be anything that will please you there won't be anything that will do for you what jesus will do but could i tell you to the person to the person that's gone on astray could i speak to the person that you look all around you and your life is in shambles because of decisions that you've made could i tell you that the grace and the love of jesus is big enough to cover what you've done could i tell you that his love is trying to run towards you today to the person that you've been dropped that people have hurt you could i tell you that when the father embraces you in his arms there's nobody that can harm you. There's nobody that can do things against you, because when the Father puts a seal on you, when the Father puts His covering over you, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. I, I, I just, I just can't help but feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. You see, I'd have you to know in this house, there's enough Holy Ghost that's in this building to 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 come and to answer every single need that's represented in this house. There, there is enough of the spirit of the Lord in here that no matter what you need him to do he's able not only to do it but to do exceedingly and abundantly There, there, there is enough of his power you see all power is given unto him in heaven and in earth so no matter what your situation is he's still able to do it no matter what you're up against he's still able to do it I don't care where you've been I don't care what you used to do but I see the love of the father as it's running to you tonight you see there's some people in here. God called you. He wanted to ministry on you. Maybe he called you to be a preacher. Maybe he called you to start a church or a pastor a church, but because of the things that have happened in your life, your excuses, God, don't you see how they dropped me? Don't you see how they abused me? Don't you? Don't you see what they did to me? But could I tell you this? God is less concerned with the people that hurt you and more concerned with your future. He's not as concerned with the things that you used to do, but he's more concerned with the places that he's going to take you. You see, there's some of us, we're so busy looking back behind us that we can't even see what's ahead of us. There's some of you, you've been down for so long that it even looks like up to you. There's some people in this place, you don't even remember what it was like to be in the house of your father. You don't even remember what it was like for the seal and the covering of a father to be over you. But could I tell this to the broken, to the bruised, to the battered, to the abused, there is the love of a father that is running to you tonight. There is A God in heaven who's looking down over this church right now, and this is what He's saying: If you would begin to come towards Me, if you would begin to try to get in My presence, you see, you see, you can only do so much, you can only worship so much, and step towards Him so much until you begin to get His attention. You see, when you do something that you've never done before, God will do something that you've never seen Him do before. So when you begin to do something that you've never done, you said, "God, I know what I used to do." Lord, I know where I used to be, but I'm going to try something different. I know I asked you for everything that was mine. I know I took my inheritance and everything that belonged to me, and I gave it away. I blew it away, but Lord, now I'm going to start coming towards you. Now I'm going to start walking towards you. There's something about the Father. He says, it doesn't matter what else I've got going on. It doesn't matter how many needs you think are bigger than yours. When I see my child running to me, when I see my son coming towards me, I'm not just going to walk to you. I'm not just going to make my way to you, but Brother Mick, I'm going to run to where you are. I'm going to get to where you are, and could I tell you, could I tell you this? There's a spirit. There's a spirit of restoration in this house. I wonder if there's anybody in this place tonight that you would say, I'm ready for restoration power to come over me. I'm ready tonight. I need some restoration in my life tonight. I need the Lord to do something in my life. Would there be one person? Would there be two people that you'd be ready to step out of your seat and say, I'm tired of living in Lodabar. I'm tired of living in a house that's not mine. And Lord, I'm not just asking you to make me a servant, but God, I'm ready for restoration. I'm ready for you to restore me to the place that I used to be. Is there anybody in this place? Is there anybody in this place? Every eye in the building closed. We're not going to look around. We're not going to look around in this place. But I'm offering you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a chance the, the 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 ability and the chance to come back in to the house of your Father. No matter where you've been no matter what you've done to the saint and to the sinner alike we all need some restoration in our life tonight. Why don't you all come? Why don't everybody just step out of your seat and begin to make your way down to an altar maybe, maybe it's not you that I've been preaching to but maybe but maybe there's somebody else why don't you go to the person why don't you go to that brother to that sister and begin to speak life over them everybody needs to engage and be real sensitive right now everybody needs to be really really sensitive right now i want somebody just to begin to flow and operate all over this building right now yeah, no 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 Come on, somebody, just tap into what the Lord wants to do in this place. Why don't you just lay your hands on a person that's next to you right now and just begin to speak it in faith? There's restoration coming to you. There's restoration coming to somebody's life. There's restoration coming over somebody's marriage, over somebody's children, over somebody's health. oh come on the holy ghost is trying to do a work in this place why don't everybody just tap into what he wants to do why don't everybody just tap into what the lord wants to do restoration power restoration power It doesn't matter where I've been it doesn't matter what you've done the Lord's coming tonight to restore you he's coming tonight to pick you up out of your loan apart to put you back into the house of your father no, 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 no. restoration in the house tonight. The power of the Holy Ghost is here to heal. He's here to strengthen tonight. Go ahead and press on in. Wait on in. Yes. Yes.